Hawk with us, Kevin Allen and Catherine Todd Fox. I thought I'd just mix it up a little bit. You know, I could tell that little low energy right now. We got to bring it back up. Um, what low energy? We haven't even started. I'm low energy. Okay. I got to bring it back up. You are listening to the 38th episode of the Have a Little Hobble Travel Podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin Allen, with me as always. Oh, I'm Catherine Tothbox. We are with Hawaii Magazine. Um, and we have a lot to cover today. A yeah, lot. We have a lot to talk about. So the I think the mission of today's podcast is um, it's our third COVID-19 update. Is it? It is. Um, I feel like we always talk about COVID. Well, we did hmm. do, this is kind of our fourth because we did do that one of the, the three towns. I think that was two episodes ago, Haleiwa, Waikiki, and Kailua. Um, but this is, I think, our third episode-focused COVID-19 update. But I think this one is really important because, um, as we will tell you, a lot has happened um, yeah. here in the islands. We had 355 new cases today. I know, and two deaths. And two deaths. 355, that's a huge record because I think prior to that, we were in the low 200s, right? Or Yesterday, we had, yesterday we had 202 cases. Um, so this is an exponential leap. Um, and that's scary. Yeah. You know? Remember when in the beginning of the shutdown back in September? Uh, sorry, September, March. September. It feels um, like September. Had, I know. We had a, we had, you know, a few, a handful of, a yeah. smattering of COVID cases. And then there was a stretch where we had zero for like three I or know. four days. But you know what and was I funny thought, to wow. me was during that time when we only had like 15, 20 new cases, everyone was on like quarantine lockdown. Like people were really scared, but now we're getting like 355 a day and it's like, it's way worse, but you know, I, we'll get into it later, but businesses are still open. I mean... Um, the state is significantly on less lockdown than it was when we had less cases. Right. Well, there's a lot of factors. There's a ton of factors. That, uh, yeah, I mean, we can definitely, I mean, you know, what's crazy to me is, you know, we, we've been hearing a lot about these, um, these outbreaks on the mainland, right? These sort of hot spots like yeah. Houston and in California and of course, New York city and, um, New York had instituted a quarantine, a 14 day mandatory quarantine for people coming into New York from certain hotspot cities. Yeah. We are one of them now. We are one Hawaii of them. Is one of them. I know. I, I remember there were, for a little bit, we were talking, there there were talks about having a, a travel bubble with Japan. Um, you know, yeah. so I don't think that's going to happen anymore. 355 new cases a day is an in, insane number. Um, and I'm hoping that's the, the top, but we'll see what happens. Anyways. This big rise in cases has led to another uh, COVID-19 shutdown, um, which was announced, oh, earlier this month, August 3rd, perhaps? Um, um, I think it was uh, like August 7th or 6th or something. Yeah, Yeah, and it was announced, but then it went into effect a few days later on August right. 8th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and this shutdown um, is not like our first major shutdown that we had in... Um, in April or March, March. April or March, March, um, where that one shut down everything. That was everything except for grocery stores and very essential businesses could stay open. But, um, you, you know, beaches were closed, parks were closed, uh, restaurants were closed, boutiques were closed. Everything was closed. Um, this one's a little different. Did you want to, you want to talk about how it's different, Kat? 
Yeah, sure. Um, there's a lot of confusion about this. So I, I, I guess... My story that went up <laughs> was incorrect in a few ways because it was very poorly messaged. Yes, it was. And it, I think over the course of the next couple of days, there was a lot of misinformation that was put out by the government also. Um, I think they weren't on the same page initially. So here's what it is right now. So um, just this is only affecting Oahu, by the way, because we are the island experiencing all these um, outbreaks. And yeah. um, the, the neighbor islands are not on any kind of shutdown. So this is very specific to Oahu only. The parks and beaches, I mean, that's kind of the, the biggest thing, right? City parks, state parks, and all of the beaches on the island, which reopened in May, by yep. the way are now closed again. That includes their parking lots. However, you can walk across a park or a beach to access the ocean. So yes. people can still swim, surf, paddle, frolic, whatever you do in the ocean. You're still able to do that, but once you get out of the water, and you can use restrooms and showers, those are still open, um, you have to leave the premises. But by closing off parking lots, I think that does um, limit the number of people who can go to places like Alamona Beach Park, for example, yeah. right, which is challenging to get to if you can't get into that parking lot. So that's the biggest one. In addition to that, there was some confusion about about trails, hiking trails. Um, in the original shutdown, if a hiking trail was located within a state park, so the trailhead was in a state park, like Aiea Loop Trail is a good example, um, that was obviously shut down. But other trails, like Kulio O Ridge Trail, for example, it's at the end of a road in a residential neighborhood, yeah. um, and those were open. So there was some confusion. The Honolulu Mayor Kirk Caldwell had initially said all hiking trails were closed. Then um, the hiking arm of DLNR had announced on Facebook that no, their trails were still open. And then there was another press release that came out by DLNR um, director saying, no, yes, closed. So as it is right now, all hiking trails are closed. Um, camping, playgrounds, um, botanical gardens, people's open market, which is kind of a, like a farmer's market, those have all been shut down. Um, there's no outdoor team sports, which just started, by the yep. way, we started, now they're all suspended. And uh, your favorite place in the world, Kevin, you just got into skating and now skate parks are closed. I was telling, I had to go to a skate shop to buy something uh, to loosen my trucks. I had to buy a little tool. And I was telling the guy, man, I picked the worst time to get into skating. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, skate parks are part of the, um, you know, the city and county's parks system. So they're all closed. Um, which has been unfortunate for me. I've been having to get very creative, but honestly, that problem is very insignificant uh, compared to everything else that's happening. But it sucks. Yeah. I hate it. Sorry. It's My okay. dog is also very upset about this. Yeah, apparently. I know. Your dog is a, a known skater. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's tough again, you know? Um, but I think it, I think it was necessary um, because, man, uh, especially the beaches... Um, those got really packed and there weren't a lot of masks being worn um i remember driving past waimea bay to go visit my parents up on the north shore and it was literally tent like tarp to tarp two three hundred people on the beach that's actually probably an underestimate it was probably around four to five hundred people on that beach you know none of them wearing masks i mean and you know i think a lot of people you know have lost their jobs during this time so there might you know Sometimes you just got to fill the time during the day. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of a, a necessary step as much as it really does suck. Well, here's the strange part. So initially, you know, there was a, a full-on shutdown, right, back in March, and then this, the, the states gradually reopened. And one of the first things they obviously did was let people exercise. So you could go to a beach or park to exercise because, you know, people are stuck in the house and, you know, it's all about like kind of helping um, folks with mental well-being and all that. Now, the weird part about this shutdown is that, like you mentioned, you went to a skate store. Businesses are still open. Yep. So you can go to a lot of indoor facilities, malls. You can um, go to a gym. You can go to a gym. You can get your hair cut. Um, schools are still scheduled to reopen. That's going to happen when this podcast comes out. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, there are some that are closed. Bowling alleys, for example, are closed. Um, arcades and mini golf facilities. Golf courses, though, are open. Yeah. Um, schools and tennis courts are closed. But theaters and museums are open. So there's just kind of like this weird, why are some things open? Why are some things not? And then why are indoor place facilities open when there's been research that shows right that the transmission of this virus is you know it happens a lot faster or whatever it's more prevalent in indoor areas yeah. i don't know confused it's very confusing you know what was actually really interesting to me was that um my apartment building has a small pool for residents to use uh but that had that closed oh which but you know what kind of pissed me off is that I looked off my lanai to another apartment complex's pool, and that was still open. I saw people in there. Oh, yeah. So for condos, residential condos, it's case by case. So I guess so, yeah. It's up to the residential condos to decide if they want to shut down their pools or yeah, not. Yeah, we have a lot um, of um, kapuna or, you know, older folk in this building. Um, so it, it totally makes sense to me. There's always a sign in my elevator, our landlord hates people that don't wear masks. And he calls him out every single time. Good. Yeah, he like publicly calls him out in our elevator, and I really appreciate Good. it. But um, you know, with, I you know, interesting about pools. I had inquired at the Kahala um, Hotel and Resort um, here on Oahu about whether or not they were oh, they've been open not this whole time. They were shut down in the beginning, and they they reopened, and they've been running a lot of Kamaaina specials. And I know friends that have staycation there, right? Yeah. Um, and they're, they're doing a really good job. Like, I think the rooms are um, empty for so many days before they allow guests in. And they're, they're, they're pretty crazy about um, cleaning and sanitizing. So I, I, I emailed them, hey, you know, are you guys open? Like, what's the deal? Because I thought hey, this would be a good opportunity for a hotel if they're still open for people to escape to a hotel where they can play in a pool. Because not everybody has a pool. I don't yeah. have a pool. Yeah. I barely have like a backyard. So I inquired with them, but um, this mandate does include hotels, so they are not allowed to open their pools to guests. Yeah. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Kahala. Like, they are on a beach in Kahala, but it's sort of, it's kind of set apart from the rest of the public access, accessible beaches. However, it is still considered a public beach. But um, I asked if their beaches, if they were allowing guests to lounge on the beach, and they said no, not oh, at all. Oh, really? So, and their restaurants are all closed. I'm like, why would anybody go to a hotel now? You'd be, like, stuck in a hotel. I know. Yeah, um, a staycation seemed really exciting uh, when things weren't shut down and they were doing, like, you know, they were looking for Kamaaina to, to come and stay. But right now, not, not, not so much. How have you been handling? I know you're a big hiker, 
you're a big water person. How have you been handling the um, the shutdown? Oh, I am slipping into like Madness. clinical depression right now. Um, it's hard because I have a kid. I think if I were single or married but didn't have kids, it wouldn't be as difficult because I could just come and go and jump in the ocean. But you know, I can't exactly surf with the three-year-old. Time and to learn. He has the attention of you, so I can't. You know, I mean. I have to fill my days with doing stuff that, you know, keep him occupied and hiking has been really good for us. So we were hiking, oh gosh, like maybe three to four times a week. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And he's pretty good. I mean, we've, he's, he summited, um, gosh, we finished about four trails. Like he's actually gone to the top and back. Oh, yeah, wow. he's good. So we could be out on a trail for like two, two and a half hours, yeah. which is a really good time. He comes home, he takes a nap. But now, I mean, yeah, what do you we can't do? even go to a park and let him run around. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. So yesterday or the other day, I took him to the aquarium. So the Waikiki Aquarium is still open. Okay. You need to buy your tickets online. You reserve an hour slot so you can decide when you want to go. So we chose 3 to 4 p.m. And you show up with masks and whatever. So they limit the number of people. And that's part of this whole um, act with care, do not gather thing is that, um, the, you know, what the mayor was trying to say is they can't control the number of people in a public, an open public space, but they can control the number of people that are going to go or who are going to go into a theater or whatever. Um, it was interesting. We walked in and, you know, most people had their masks on, but there was this one family. Oh, can I call them out? I wish I knew their names. Anyway, one family, as soon as they made that turn into the exhibits, they all pulled off their uh, Like, nine of them. All no way. Yep. You know. I'm like, what is there? I mean, and they're just touching everything. And they sort of ruined the experience for everyone else because then we were kind of rushing through all the exhibits. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, why? Ah. Yeah. I know it's frustrating. Even when I even when I skate around, I'll skate with a mask um, until I know I'm in a place that has nobody else around me. Um, because yeah, I mean, I think even in the culture here, like wearing masks and like caring for other people, especially elderly people, is like a really important thing in Hawaii. Um, yeah, so it's always really disheartening uh, to see that kind of stuff. Although, man, I was in Chinatown a few days ago, and there were a ton of like hey. older people just not wearing masks. Why were you in Chinatown? Did you go to APB? Uh, that skate yeah, I had to go to APB to go pick uh, up a, a little tool to help loosen the trucks of my skateboard. But yeah, there were like a lot of, man, okay, A, Chinatown was like still pretty packed. Um, like all those open markets were open and like bustling. Um, and also there were definitely a lot of not people not wearing masks. So that was um, a little scary for me. I was trying to run by. You know what's really scary? The scariest thing about the COVID-19 thing uh, for me as someone who is in the 20 to 39-year-old range, and this is anyone who is young and thinks they can, like, travel and not get COVID, our, my age demographic is the highest number of COVID cases in Hawaii. We're, like, 45%. Yep. Um, and although we haven't had any deaths in our age, in that age range, um, you know, we're still the highest amount of people who can get it and can get all the, um, you know, long-lasting effects that uh, come with getting COVID-19, you know, reduced or, you know, bad lung problems for possibly the rest of your life. So, um, yeah, I mean, wear a mask, I feel like, is just really the biggest. Well, it's not only that. I mean, I remember when this first thing happened back in February, and I think 
even I thought that too, like, well, if I get it, it's not that big of a deal. I'm young and whatever. Yeah. I don't have any free additions. But actually, you know, you start to realize that you, you know, you can infect other people. That's exactly. the problem. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if I catch it and I don't have any symptoms or I'm strong or whatever. It's that I can pass it to my post mail carrier or my neighbor or yeah. my parents and exactly. they can die from it. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about just being more community minded, you know? Yeah, 100%, which is why I've been kind of going the extra mile to kind of quarantine myself because I know that I, I have to do a, a home project with my dad who is is 64. So, um, you know, it's it's just been kind of trying to play it safe. And again, yeah, I live with a ton of old people. Um, my building has a lot of elderly so it's like yeah it's gotta stay safe for for everyone else um the zoo's also still open though uh you you have an article on the website that i will link to in the show notes it is um you know beaches and parks are closed so what can you do on oahu um and you have a few items listed here zoo is still open farmers markets still open the water park is still open interesting stuff that's being kept open I would not want to go to the water park right now. <laughs> you know, it's a little scary. Um, another part of this COVID-19 shutdown was that they are reinstating the inner island travel quarantine, which, man, you want to talk about some bad messaging. Uh, you you had to explain this to me multiple times, and then you had to write an article about it. So if you, you want to talk a little more about that. Oh, yeah, it's confusing. So starting August 11, and it's, I think it's running to the end of the month, it but is running... also there's been no confirmation on that either. Yeah, it says it's um, running until August 31st, unless they decide to just keep it going. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Um, so basically, um, so basically, if you are traveling from an island from Oahu to any other island, essentially any other island, um, you must, upon arrival, quarantine for 14 days consecutive days on that island yeah however if you are traveling from a neighbor island to oahu you don't need to quarantine i find that to be strange why not just make everyone quarantine but whatever yeah if you are flying between islands that have this mandatory quarantine like um the big island to maui for example you will also have to quarantine so uh, i think what they're trying to do is like limit the spread on the neighbor islands also, if you are military, so military has been exempt from this um, quarantine all this time, including their families, which is interesting. Oh, really? And so that's been, um, they are now a force to do a mandatory quarantine also when they travel. So. Oh, I see. And this, um, this had been, I mean, this had been in effect um, right when things shut down. And then it, right. this was another one of those things that got lifted um, in June um, mm-hmm. and now is being reinstated, uh, which makes our job very difficult. Um, if I can just say, um, you know, as as an all island travel publication, um, if you are seeing a lot of Oahu centric content on our website, uh, it's because we can't travel. Um, I mean, we could, but then like, we're going to quarantine for two weeks on Kwa'i to do one story. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense for us, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is definitely a, also, you know, a big problem for the, our airline industry, like our local airline industry, kind of. Um, a lot of local carriers, like Hawaiian, for example, um, has a big inner island travel output um, component to it, and this is a uh, this is unfortunate for them. 
I must say. Oh, it's going to hurt everybody. Because even with hotels, I mean, I was reading um, a story a couple of days ago that the U.S. hotel demand won't likely see a full recovery until 2023. And places like what you're going to be harder hit than other places. Um, because, you know, like on the mainland, for example, you can road trip still. You can get in your car and drive somewhere. Here, you always have to get on a plane. And I think it's the air travel that's very, very scary to a lot of people. Um Getting, I mean, I wouldn't want to get on a plane and absolutely not. Read yeah, it's terrible. I don't even want to anyway, go out to um, eat anymore. Huh? I don't even want to go out to a restaurant now, so I'm definitely not getting in an well, airport. Speaking of which, we've had a bunch of um, COVID, new COVID cases that were associated with restaurants. So Liliha Bakery, yeah. which is like an iconic bakery in Honolulu, um, that closed for a couple days um, because somebody tested positive for COVID nineteen. So. It's, it's interesting because we were talking about this on one of our calls earlier that it's getting closer and closer. Like in the very beginning, we'd like, does anybody know anybody with COVID or yeah. anybody know anybody who got tested? And now it's like, we actually do know people that have COVID. You it's know, crazy. It's such a small island. And like once these case numbers started to rise, I feel like it became very easy for that to be the case. Like um, my friend, I have a friend who works at HMSA and they had a small outbreak in HMSA where about six, they had six confirmed cases. And so that immediately became a thing of like, I texted my friend and was like, are you okay? Do you, did you get tested and all that kind of stuff? And he's negative, so it's fine. Um, a lot of them have been working from home. But yeah, you're right. It's starting to hit home in a weird way, you know? Fighting Eel um, shut down, right? Or they had a, they had also one. Also representing their uh, Caroline. <laughs> Yeah, so it's probably not great to talk about this, but they they had a, a case, didn't they, at their at mm-hmm. their um, boutique in Chinatown? Right. So they immediately shut down, um, and everybody got tested. And, yeah. Uh, they're they're open. Aluha uh, Bakery opened this morning too. Yeah, but it's just weird yeah. because you know these are places that like I know a lot of people go to. You know, like yeah. I I personally know a lot of these people who go to these places. Um, so yeah, it's definitely. I mean, yeah, it's such a small island. Uh, I guess this was going to happen. But man, remember when we had like zero cases? Oh, oh those are the days. Are it's the funny day. to look back at old, um, like when Instagram or Facebook says like, oh, a picture from like two years ago. And it's like you and a bunch of friends like, hanging out at the beach. I'm like, oh, it looks so strange. No you know? one's wearing masks in this photo. Like what's happening, you know? I know. And I remember for a little right. bit, the state was going to kind of promote Hawaii. Um, like they're gonna really try to open back up tourism and be like, hey, we're like the safest place you can travel to. Remember that? That was like gonna be our slogan for a oh, little yeah. bit. And now that is Remember we almost like we had that discussion we... as well. <laughs> yeah, a little behind the scenes. Um yeah, we definitely thought we were gonna be the safest place to travel to and we'd see this great boon in travelers, but um you know, I think that's how you know, we just weren't taking COVID seriously enough. And this was, this has been a real wake up call for us. I think, um, it's been interesting just to, I don't know, once a shutdown happened again, just observing, passively observing Island life, it got quieter again, you know, like, I feel like whenever these shutdowns get announced, it definitely gets quieter around, um, especially the beaches. Although I haven't gone to check out uh, Waimea Bay, but my parents tell me it's completely empty, which I would hope. Oh, so. yeah. I was just looking at the surf cam today. And it was... Oh, that's right. But you told me Lani Akeo was packed. If we're going to talk packed. about packed. Oh, my God. It's the like ocean, half a foot. I mean, the, the break was packed. 
Yeah, well, that's a weird thing, right? That oh, thank God, surfers can still go out and um, paddle out. That see, I think that's kind of weird to me. I mean, not everybody is a water person, so you've eliminated all the things that land people do, like tennis or yeah. you know, running or hiking. But then surfers can out. I mean, I know I'm a little biased, but to me, it's like I think everyone should just suffer. You know, why not? <laughs> everyone should break the break the law. You know, why not? Well, I'm just it. saying, like, what's the difference between like four people going hiking or whatever, and then 20 people going out, 80 surfing. people in Waikiki on a board sitting right next to each other talking without masks? Yeah, what, I don't understand how that's safer. Well, that's the great part about them, you know, that's the only safe part about them shutting down the uh, parking lots is that if you don't know a lot about surf culture, parking lots are like the hot spot of where you hang out with people and like you know talk and drink beers so actually shutting down parking lots i feel like was the most effective thing they could do to stop surfers from gathering um it's funny that you mentioned or i guess i mentioned breaking the law um i feel like the uh hpv <laughs> presence has been much more active this time around um, oh yeah they ramped up they ramped up i i see a lot of them you know just pulling in and out of parks you know making i guess doing sweeps or something and i hear that they're not giving warnings anymore they will just ticket you. Mm -hmm. They will just find you. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, what's interesting, so um, HPD Chief Susan Ballard had announced that they were going to add 160 additional officers statewide, or island-wide, sorry, uh, and working overtime. But now you can call an HPD oh, hotline and report people. You can narc on people. That's so I funny know. to me. Man. That's Kai has that in his speed dial, my husband. So do I. 723-3900. He's very excited about this. Me, I, I also am. I'm so ready. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm on the lookout, man. I'm going to narc on you because you're doing stuff that you're not supposed to do, too, by the way. But I'm not with anyone, you know? There are no, there's no gathering. Man, I remember when the first shutdown happened, all these college kids living a, across from me had a huge party at their little studio. And I, I didn't, I wish there was a hotline because I totally would have narked on him. I'll tattletale. I don't care. Snitches get <laughs> stitches. I'll get all the stitches you want. <laughs> um, if they can find you. If they can find me. Uh, well, I think that's a pretty, pretty encompassing COVID-19 update from your eyes and feet on Oahu. Of course, by the time this airs, it might be totally different. I mean, we might have a full... Everything, statewide shutdown. Everything is changing so quickly. I think, um, yeah, I think if we start, or if we continue to see really big exponential rises in cases, they'll they'll probably do more shutdown um, orders. We may have to re-record this podcast, who even knows? <laughs> like, if over the weekend they close, like, all businesses, then we gotta do this whole thing over again. I know. Um... So we obviously we're hoping that's not going to happen because I mean a lot of businesses are not making it out of COVID nineteen, um, which I think is really sad. Um, like a lot of long running local businesses are are um, are falling to to COVID. So right. yeah, it's it's tough out there, but um, we're all just trying to stay safe. Everyone wear your masks if you're listening to this and you're living in a well. Just wear your mask all the time. Don't even worry about it. It's not that bad. Um, I saw a video of some guy running a 5K in a mask to prove that you can, you can run a 5K in a mask and you will not die. Um, so, that's my, my political stance. Wear your mask. Um, you can find 
more COVID-19 updates, um, what's open, what's closed, all that kind of stuff on whatyoumagazine.com, uh, where you can also find all of our other stories that are a little less sad, a little less COVID-centric. Um, we just had a great story go up today. It was our Kuliana rum piece from our latest issue. Um, it's all about this big island rum, and it's a big farm-to-glass table experience that you can bookmark for your next visit to the islands when everything is open again and we can do fun stuff. Um, you can catch us on social media if you want to see pretty pictures of Hawaii. Um, hit our Instagram, at Hawaii Magazine. Our Facebook also is a great place to find all of our new stories, as well as um, this podcast. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, if you want to see the video version, we do a big Facebook Live video premiere um, that is saved in our archives. So you can always go check that out. We have fun new Hawaii Magazine products on our Shopify. Um, luggage tags, which you might not need for a little bit. But you should buy them now anyways. Um, please vote in our Reader's Choice Awards. Um, oh, I thought you meant just in general. Like, please vote. Oh, also just vote. I mean, it's like the one civil right we Americans have is to vote. Um, it's not the, okay, whatever. It's, a, it's an important one. But you should it also you should also vote yes. for our Reader's Choice Awards. Not as important, but still very important to us. Um, and that is kind of your great place to to give your input on what your favorite, you know, hotel or beach or um, bar, food, drink um, in the Hawaiian Islands are, as well as specific islands, and there is a prize. Kat, what's the prize again? Oh, a trip to Oahu. A trip to Oahu. Hopefully not when we are still in a COVID nightmare. Yeah, a trip to Oahu, TBA, um, free airfare, free hotel. It's a great deal. I think that's all of our shout-outs. The list gets longer and longer every episode of things we have to mention. The photo contest is still open. If you have a really great photo of Hawaii that you think is good enough to make it in our photo contest, um, it's a $5 entry per photo, uh, and I'm doing a lot of the judging with that right now, the, the pre-judging, and, you know, we got some great entries. You shouldn't say that. You shouldn't tell people that you're the one that's pre-judging everything. Do you want, like, free stuff? Is that what you're trying to go for? Jeez. So if you, if you, you want to win, you know, just slip me an extra. <laughs> my, um, my billing address is. Just kidding. Uh, that is the end of the episode. I'm sweating from all these shout-outs. Kat, any, any, any final words? I didn't want to say last words. That's too depressing. No, okay. I'm all good. All right. Well, everyone, stay safe. Have a little hot. Don't travel yet, but you can travel pretty soon. Oh. Bye.